doing the introduction. You can introduce us. What? Hello, it's Diamond Realty Associates at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Premier Properties. Coming to you live about our real estate update. Did you know? <laughs> I know. Did you know? I don't know a whole lot about today's, so this is good for everybody. I don't know enough about today's. Yes. We're Diamond Realty Associates. We're a team of four agents, two amazing admin. Um, we love what we do. <laughs> And we are here to educate. So this is a really good educational podcast for today. Today we are going to be celebrating and educating you on fair housing. Today marks the 50th anniversary of the Fair Housing Act. So we're going to tell you more about it. So what is the Fair Housing Act? Okay, so the Fair Housing Act is to prevent anybody from discriminating against anyone based on race, color, religion, sex, familial status, or national origin. And this was enacted 50 years ago. 50 year anniversary. Woo! Whoop, whoop. Happy anniversary. So if I'm from Sweden, you can't discriminate against me? You Nationality. Shouldn't. You should not do that. That's bad. Perfect. <laughs> Don't hate. Hate is bad. Nice. And Trace is going to tell us a little bit about how this all came to be 50 years ago. Well, Trace is learning about this too. So this was good information for me to look up. Um, but we know a lot about Martin Luther King Jr., how much he did. We do not know a whole lot about William Byron Rumford Sr. In 1948, Rumford was the first African-American from Northern California elected to a state public office when he won the seat in the assembly. So this is, he was, um, one of the first, so this was very important to him on a whole lot of different levels. Uh, he introduced a housing bill in 1963 that would make it illegal to deny people the chance to buy or rent a home because of their race, among other classifications. Um, it was actually real estate, the NAR, who got pushed against it initially. Um, they wanted to nullify it, not so much amend it, but nullify it, saying that um, People's thinking was that a house is a man's castle and no one should be able to tell him what he can do with it. So that was kind of where they were coming from. I'm sure we're probably going to have to explain what NAR is too. The National Association of Realtors. Is It is. And luckily they came around and they got on board in 1972. NAR got on board and started putting out training and educating properly. And we're, there's still a lot of work to do, but we're making progress. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that got, um, the Supreme Court decided in 1967 that the Proposition 14, which was what they were trying to nullify, they were trying to kind of change that wording, um, they decided that it was un unconstitutional in 1967, so it was 1968 that fair housing as we know it came to be. Yeah. Huh. So if I'm a first sale by owner, do I have to follow these rules? Mm -hmm. There is an exception to this. Um, if you're a single owner and you don't own more than three units, you really just can't print anything that goes against fair housing. Um, you should probably just be a good person and not discriminate. <laughs> don't don't be mean. Any of this. <laughs> don't be mean. But technically, as long as you're not printing against it and you're not a licensed agent or someone else who is held to a higher standard, if you're just an average Joe renting out a house um, and you're not printing on it, you can kind of 
get around it, unfortunately. You can be kind of mean, but people will ask why. <laughs> True. Yeah. Yes. So if I'm marketing my own house as a for sale by owner, I shouldn't put things like family friendly or are we talking in something completely different? Yeah. I or still man cave or... Yeah. I still wouldn't use those terms okay. because that's now in print. If you were to, somebody calls you and you say it's a family friendly neighborhood, you're for sale by owner, you're fine. If you're printing it, even putting it on social media might count as print. Mm -hmm. um, you could be in trouble. I don't want to be in trouble. No. Don't and get in trouble. I don't really want to sell my house by myself either because that's a lot of work. And a lot of it is black and white. Don't be a racist. Don't discriminate on sex or familial status, national origin. But some of it's really great. Like, this is a short walk to the local bars. Mm -hmm. That actually can Within be going against distance to schools. handicap. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Or great for a family. Boom. You're in trouble there. Um, you've really got to pay attention to how you're articulating things. Um, it's something we learn when we're in the industry and mm -hmm. something that still catches us from time to time where we say something and it's like, whoa, I didn't even realize that that was a right. thing. Yeah. Right. Which is good. We Learning have to hold good. each other accountable, remind each other what is and isn't allowed to be said. Mm -hmm. um, so fair housing law applies mostly to owners and agents, property management companies, uh, maintenance, lease, leasing, and administrative staff. Uh, let's see, real estate agents, brokers, lenders, homeowners and condo associations, um, architects, builders. A lot of these are people who are making those decisions on who is coming and going from their sales or their rentals. And so that's why they're being held to a higher standard and more accountable than somebody just selling their own home. And the majority of the people on that list, too, are going to be doing a lot of marketing, a lot of print, a lot of social media. Um, so you've really got to be up on be up on the laws and know what you're doing. And mm -hmm. Well, it's getting even trickier, too, now with social media and marketing where we can target our ads because, you know, like with Facebook getting in a lot of trouble. Um, people were posting jobs on Facebook were getting in trouble because they were targeting younger people or women or that sort of thing. And that's and totally discriminating. It's totally discriminating. And we can do the same thing when we're advertising houses. You can narrow that down and that can be an issue of something where someone were to figure out that you're only marketing your properties towards young families or women or older people even. Yeah, the laws are going to... As technology evolves, the laws are going to have to evolve to keep mm -hmm. up on policing mm -hmm. this, which is good. Right. Which is good. Because it should be fair for everybody. Mm -hmm. Yes. What else do we want to talk about with fair housing? There's so much to know. And I actually read three articles prepping for today, and I was shocked to realize how little I knew. I thought I had a good handle on it, and I... I read one article and I was very overwhelmed with how little I knew. Yeah. <laughs> and I read it a couple times and it's it's still kind of overwhelming. Um, I think mostly to think 50 years ago, you didn't get a say that you could be discriminated against and nobody was going to stand up for you. And it's kind of hard to picture that right now because we do have a lot in our favor now as far as fair housing and 
making sure we're not being discriminated against. So to think that being women or being minorities 50 years ago would have been a lot different for us trying to get into a home. Yeah, absolutely. And you see just everything going on in our world today. And there's still so much discrimination and there's still so much to improve on. Like Mm -hmm. we're never done. We have to keep improving, keep trying to be better. This is one of the few things that we can actually stop and celebrate and say, this was a great thing. And how do we keep it going? How do we make it better? What other areas can we improve? So even with like the Fair Housing Act too, we can't discriminate against people that come to us looking for a house. So if I meet somebody and I think, hey, I don't want to help them because they're a man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Or even if sellers are like, I don't want this ethnicity coming into my house or I want to be in a neighborhood away from this ethnicity that we have to be the ones to stand up to and say that that's mm-hmm. we can't do that. That's not mm-hmm. that's against fair housing and that's against our beliefs <laughs> right mm-hmm. that's against the code of ethics code of what ethics. we stand for yeah. mm-hmm. um so yeah. even like um advertising that there's a church mm-hmm. and what church it is you can't do that either because that would be also religious mm-hmm. a religious mm-hmm. thing. i think that they said like place of worship is maybe more okay because it's kind of g- generic versus Catholic church or Lutheran church or Baptist. You have to be really, really careful. Another gray, there's a lot of gray areas in the Fair Housing Act. Um, Yeah. So one of the articles I read was really great and I wanna share just a little bit of this with you. Um, Elizabeth Mendenhall is the president of NAR currently, and this was her take on it. And I just thought she did a really great job of vocalizing that. So I'm going to share this with you. April 11th marks the 50th anniversary of signing the Federal Fair Housing Act. Why is the commemoration a top priority for the National Association of Realtors? The right to own property and to own a home is the foundation of our business. The Fair Housing Act prohibits discrimination based on race, color, national origin, religion, sex, familial status, or disability. NAR incorporates those requirements as well as equal opportunity on the bias of sexual orientation and gender identity in our Realtors Code of Ethics because it makes our association, our industry, and our country stronger. Our commemoration of the Fair Housing Act is vital because it highlights how far we've come and promoting equal housing opportunity, both as a society and as an association, and more importantly, how much work still needs to be done. Mm-hmm. I just feel like that sums up everything I feel about it so well. Mm-hmm. Especially since Fargo Moorhead is growing so much and we are seeing so much more diversity than I think we're, we've been used to. We are mm-hmm. growing kind of quickly, so it's almost more obvious to us now how important it is. Right. And it's crazy to think like not all of those um, designations were done at the same time. So women could be discriminated against up until 1974. Mm-hmm. And then family, family, familial status wasn't added until 1988. So if you were a single mom, unfortunately, before 1988, you could have been discriminated against renting, buying, any selling. Yeah. And for fair housing, if you are of a different sexual orientation or gender identity, 
you're not protected. You are by our code of ethics in the Realtor Association, but fair housing still has to adopt that. There is work to be done and it's always going to be changing. Mm -hmm. It's good that NAR is at the forefront of this now instead of fighting it. That makes me proud. Right. Absolutely. And we did talk a little bit about how service animals is a, this is always a topic and you see that a lot on the boards. Um, You see people trying to figure out landlords, you know, what are they supposed to do with service animals? What, when are they actual service animals versus somebody just trying to get their hot-bellied pig in apartment <laughs> <laughs> or on a plane that's or what brought it up was yeah. yeah everybody flying with their service animals that weren't really service animals yeah yeah and so. it, it's mm-hmm. gonna be talked about time and time again i've heard it at annual update in colorado i've heard it out here and again in these articles it gets brought up and eventually i think though all of those are going to be part of the fair housing act and mm-hmm. It's just kind of like, do the right thing. Why would you do that? And be a nice person or be, you know, an ethical person. Both as the renter or buyer and as the agent, landlord, seller. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know. Speaking to the golden rule, do unto others. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. What else can we talk about? If you've ever felt like you've been discriminated against, there's a 1-800 number Mm -hmm. Um, for the housing discrimination hotline, 1-800-669-9777. My favorite number is seven. (laughs) Or even to ask questions if you are wondering if something's discriminative. Um. Yeah, and if we look at... um... I think it was HUD.org. I'm sorry, I had our sources quoted. Top of there. Yep. HUD.gov, I believe, actually has where you could do it online, too. Or just as a report of violation. Because I hate being on the phone, so I would do it online. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. I can word things better. Yeah. And if you want any further information on fair housing, HUD.gov is great. It'll link you to justice.gov, which has everything written out in all of the legal terms. Legal jargon. Legal jargon. Fun, fun. Um, So do you guys feel like you've ever witnessed any discrimination? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 That's hard. That's not fun. But I know I have. Have you? Yes. Yeah. Well, and it's hard to to be the person to say, I think you're being discriminative towards me. But when you sit later and you think about it, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you can't you can't do that. You can't say that. Well, I had a call when I was on call here and it was somebody wondering about a condo and wanted to know if this certain ethnicity and age group was allowed in this condo. And it was, but she was definitely discriminating against them. I mean, they were protected. Yeah. 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 But it was her personal opinion. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It was kind of crazy. And that was seriously six months ago. Yeah. And even on the flip side of that, if I, if I have an Asian family call me and they want to be in an Asian neighborhood, I can't tell you anything. Like, yeah, that's you true. have to do that research on your own. Whether that's you true. want to be in a certain area or don't want to be in a certain area, you can do all the digging you want to do. I cannot. My seller cannot. No one else. Right. 
should or can tell you anything about the culture of that area? Well, I feel like that's a question we do get sometimes where they're like, well, if it's what I want, why can't you just do it? Um, And it really comes down to being ethical for one, but two, there is still that need for you as a buyer to do that research yourself. And whether it's churches, it's neighborhoods, it's schools, criminal activity, activity, sexual predators. Yeah. There's a lot of public information out there for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously we're not going to know everything off the top of our head. Mm-hmm. And it changes so fast. There's no way that we could ever know all of that. And that's, it's really good to get online and do your research into everything that's important to you mm-hmm. on that area and on that home. What we will do though, is we will give you the resources for you to do your own research. We can point you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, we just can't make those decisions or, or say those things. Go to that website. Mm-hmm. Check yeah. it out. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, Lots of good information, like even on um, the City of Fargo website or City of West Fargo, you've got lots of local resources to check into. Crime rates, everything like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the school test scores. School test scores. I feel like the schools just in general have a ton of information on their resources for you to check out West Fargo does. Mm-hmm. I know. Or even for our area, floodplain, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Wealth of knowledge. Taxes. Mm-hmm. Construction. And we will pull taxes and specials <laughs> for you. We will look into floodplain. Those are things that we will do, absolutely. Factual, those... hard information. Yes, and those are not governed by fair housing. Yes. So we're good. Nice. Yeah. So, so what did you guys learn? You guys learned a lot. I learned a lot. What did you learn, Dom? That I need to know more about this and, you know, treat everybody the the way you want to be treated. Mm -hmm. Do good things. Yes, I agree completely. Grace, did you learn anything? I learned that a lot of work went into this that we kind of take for granted right now. I think it's really easy for us to claim our rights, but it's hard to remember who went through all that work to give us those rights. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 50 years ago, that seems... It was a whole different world 50 years ago. Absolutely. Yeah, and if you get the chance to read on William Byron Rumford Sr., just reading this article on him is pretty cool. It sounded like he was just very down-to-earth and went around and was nice and calm and friendly with everyone and just really explained calmly why this is so important and eventually got a bunch of people that were all against him on his team and got this great act passed, which something our politicians could maybe start doing. Maybe take some notes. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Absolutely. So yeah, in conclusion, um, if you ever have any questions, we're going to be posting this on social media. If you come up with anything you want to know more about, we're happy to dig into some of that and answer your questions. If there's any specific scenarios people may want to ask, about mm-hmm. we can maybe look at it walk through it with them yeah you want to talk about tasty tuesday oh tasty tuesday where are we going we can't tell you <laughs> but we're really excited about this one next tuesday because this will be our first one where we're giving out prizes five five prizes five prizes yes so you'll want to follow us on our facebook yes follow us facebook.com um uh, 
backslash Diamond Realty Associates. That's forward slash. Is that forward slash? I think so. Hmm. Isn't back this way? Just look up Diamond Realty Associates. That's us. <laughs> On Facebook. Yeah. On Facebook. Buy, sell, fmhomes.com. And we'll be staying classy here in FM. Yeah. Hashtag.